0: podcast i'm your host ryan today i'm joined by shane as always Uh, and we've got a lot of stuff to get through today a lot of stuff has happened in kill team recently uh some updates from the competitive side of kill team and uh some some new things to look forward to of kill team we're all over the place this episode episode 31 uh shane how's it going
1: you know it's 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 going how about you (laughs)
0: yeah can't complain um (laughs) so uh first thing on the agenda and probably what has everybody the most excited right now is the uh the assault intercessors and the updates to the necron warriors from the indominus box are finally coming into kill team uh we had talked about these models a little bit uh We made like a a series of videos about the Indominus box models and talking about which models we thought would actually make it into kill team, and these two were like givens, in our opinion. So not really that surprising. Um, so we let's look at the let's look at the assault intercessor first. So it's got movement six, weapon skill, ballistic skill, three up, strength four, toughness four, two wounds. Uh two attacks and then figure you bring the chainsword with it, so it's really three attacks. Leadership seven, three up save. Uh pretty good model overall. I mean it comes natively with the uh, that like 18 inch heavy bolt pistol with the chainsword. It's gonna be the all the Astartes chainswords hopefully will be AP1 now, or at the very least, this model's uh chain sword is gonna be AP1. Uh, what do you think of these guys, and how do you think they're going to, I don't know, what do you think they're going to bring to uh, Space Marine kill teams going forward?
1: Yeah, um, the only thing that kind of surprised me
0: was two attacks. I, I was
1: expecting three, um, kind of like Beavers, I guess, but um, two looks like it's going to be. But with, uh, obviously, like you said, the Chainsword, they'll get a third. Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much, it's just an Intercessor with a different gun, right? Or a weapon, rather. So I mean, nothing too surprising there. I can't imagine there's going to be any like passive extra abilities, because I think right now the main comp is going to be like we're we're going to compare it to Reavers, right? Because Reavers are kind of the same niche. Um, so Reavers have another an extra attack. They have that leadership debuff to enemy models, and um, but they don't get the cool chain sword with the AP one. They get like a
0: yeah, and the combat knife that just gives them the plus one attack. So, um, I think we'll see a lot less reavers now, just because in competitive kill team, you know, uh, crazy vertical maps where um, things like the uh, the grappling the grappling gun or the grappling hook that the reavers can equip, you know, it's it doesn't really make much of an appearance in competitive play for kill team. So I think we're going to see Reavers just kind of go on their way out unless they get some sort of significant update, and they've they've already been put out to pasture in uh, competitive Warhammer 40k, big hammer. So
1: yeah, do we have like an estimation on how much
0: assault intercessors are
1: going to cost?
0: Okay, so right now regular intercessors in 40k, I believe, are a hundred points for a squad of five and that's just with like basic weapons just like their basic bolt rifles no power weapons no chainsword for the sergeant i accept i think the chainsword is free so they're 100 points comparatively a squad of five assault intercessors is 95 points so with these guys coming in i could see them being like 15 points per model and then the uh just regular intercessors getting a a boost not not really a boost it's more a debuff um, becoming like five points more expensive comparatively but
1: yeah I, I, I'm not I mean, I'm not
0: sure if GW is gonna do that big of an update I think they're just gonna drop these guys in and whatever points cost they get they're not gonna be shifting points for space Marines
1: yeah I, I can see them being cheaper than intercessors but mm-hmm. expensive than reverse which I think would be a really good value unit.
0: Yeah. I think they will be cheaper than Reavers too, which is the other reason as to why Reavers are, you know, Oh, I, I if they're cheaper than
1: Reavers, then Reavers are for sure dead.
0: Yeah. yeah more and that's what I think is going to happen.
1: Yeah. If they're more expensive than Reavers, then I can see there being some reason to take those models still. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Against T3, they're good. They're good. So they're going to be cheaper than these guys. Um, it says that they can take the zealot specialism, so that will be at least one of the specialisms that they can take. Um, the sergeant can take a power fist or a thunder hammer. Um, how do you feel about the power fist on this two wound model with no invuln save?
1: Um, it sounds like a regular intercessor sergeant to me. So, yeah, um, nothing we're not used to. It's it's a good model. Um, mm-hmm. How much it costs? um yeah power fist intercessor surgeon right now is is already a pretty commonly seen model so i'm sure that having having the ability to take a second one could be really nice
0: potentially yeah all right so moving on from those guys uh necron warriors they didn't really get any sort of update to their data sheet i don't believe Still, movement five, weapon skill, ballistic skill three up, strength toughness four, one wound, one attack, leadership ten with a four up save. Uh, all they got was they just got a new gun. Instead of the Goss Flare, they can now take the Dark Reaper. Um, and we talked a little bit about that. They didn't put the stats for that for the. Uh...
1: Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it's. I'm trying to remember back to when I saw the Goss Reaper profile for the first time. I think it's rapid fire one. 14 inches it's like a really short range weapon
0: yeah like 14 or 18 i think
1: yeah and it's it's like it's, it's ap2 i think yeah it might be strength five
0: yeah I, it, might, it be. might be on the money there but <laughs> <laughs> I could that, that sounds right to me um yeah so i mean it, we talked a little bit about it um i'm not really sure if you'll see a lot of the uh oh geez the uh the goss not flayers, goss reapers yeah
1: I, it, it really depends on if you have to pay for it you'll definitely never see it like the extra from like what a yeah um because 14 inches is just so like that's so short range for a rapid fire weapon you need to be within seven inches to get two shots yeah um may, like i can see one with the idea that you would advance with him and then use um tireless advance to ready him up even though he advanced yeah um and that could be interesting Mm-hmm. but uh really i mean i don't i don't see it changing the the necron meta too much
0: yeah uh in the article they talk about superior inheritance uh the necron tactic and this is not a new tactic uh they've had this since um was it elites or was it the was it the annual?
1: Technically, it was not made like officially legal until the annual, but it did exist before that from the Necron Kill Team box. Right. They sold. Um, but before it was in the annual, there wasn't like an official ruling on whether or not this was a legal tactic because it technically wasn't in the book. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in the mm-hmm. book or the elite's book. So when we got it in the annual, it was like, okay, yeah, we can use this now for sure.
0: All right, so at the end of the uh, the Warhammer community, it, whoa, the Warhammer community article, um, they say that um, every model, every model from the Indominus box set will be getting brand new rules to liven up your skirmishes, and because this is a Kill Team article, uh, it literally as it's written in black and white, it seems that they're telling us that everything in the Indominus box is going to be coming to Kill Team. Um, I personally find that hard to believe, uh, because there are some models in there which I don't think have any place in kill team, Shane. What do you think? I'm calling BS on
1: that. Whoever wrote down has has done a serious number on us all because um there's just no way. There's no way that everything in that in that box is coming to kill team. I, I refuse to believe it. I will happily eat my words if I'm wrong, but I don't think we're gonna be getting bikes. I don't no. think we get we might get score pack destroyers at some point, but even that would be kind of kinda of big. Um but those like,
0: models are insane. Yeah, they are. <laughs> like like I'm like I'm like, do I want to play Kill Team if the Score Pack destroyers make an appearance on the tabletop? Like and then like eradicators
1: and, and stuff. Like there are no Gravis armor marines in kill team. So for,
0: no for them no. to
1: casually throw that. That out there at the end, like so weird. I, I
0: feel I don't know. Yeah, and let's not also forget this isn't like the first time that Warhammer community has made a mistake when writing a kill team article. Most recently, they came out with a crude article, and in in the article there was a link to buy crude models, but uh, they don't sell the crude models anymore. Yeah. they were like either out of production or they were out of stock at time at the time of the article publishing. So. You know, they make mistakes like this. It's a it's a big company. It's a big operation they got over there. So I'm not really I would not be surprised if this was just some sort of miscommunication. But yeah, like, come on, Eradicators. Yeah. What do we need a 36 inch assault melt a gun for in Kill Team? And don't tell me it's the Skorpec Destroyers because they're also (laughs) like it's I just feel bad for all the other factions, man. If yeah. that's the case, hey, this then, would be the like, first. Geez.
1: Yeah, this would be the first time we have like real Codex creep, in kill team. Yeah, and which would be absurd because there's still things from Eighth that they haven't updated, like like a lot of Gene Stealer Cult stuff from Eighth still hasn't been ported over. Like in in that game, um, like, like Brood Brothers, like, like Aberant. I was thinking, get a Rending Claw, and every time they fight with a power pick, they get they get to swing with their Rending Claw, like twice, I think, and and kill team they don't even have a rending claw yeah (laughs) let alone a rule to let them fight with it like i don't know Um,
0: yeah there's there's lots of stuff that kill team just doesn't have yeah for sure all right so uh moving into our next topic uh let's talk a little bit about the worldwide open that we've got going on over on our discord uh so what round are we in now i think we're in like the fourth round of. of swiss yeah we are just entering actually the at the time of recording the
1: pairings for round four just went up like an hour ago oh crap they did. i don't even know if you saw this i just saw no this, i did God. not <laughs> um yeah it is uh you're playing against i got it here I it's right over here let me get it
0: it's right here
1: it's right you're playing against Manko. Oh, my okay. my, my Dracari, uh protege, uh, <laughs> you guys are both playing prophets of flesh. So, so it's
0: gonna be a Drakari rack mirror match. Yeah, shout out to Manko. Nothing is going to die in that game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> shout out to Manko. He's the guy that, that that made. He's a music producer. He made the music that you guys the, the lovely music that you guys hear at the beginning of our podcast. Uh huh. Um, real good guy. Uh, yeah. I am playing against Rashist Fern. Who is playing Valhallen Imperial Guard for the fourth round? And it's oh, okay. like winning in. Like we're both two and one and like we have a lot of points, so the winner is uh-huh. getting in to the top eight for sure. Sick. I gotta deal with Gottfrit, but then I'm playing Necron, so he has to deal with that. So I mean we'll <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. May the best broken faction win.
0: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, um
1: Yeah though, it's it's been a pretty intense past past few rounds in and uh worldwide open. As of as of right now in first place after 3 rounds is um let me make sure it's ARH who is playing Evil Sons Orcs who uh, I think we had s here I think so yeah he is 3 and 0 he's running Evil Sons Orcs um wow he's got How 49 many points he's got the hear? he's got 49 points so he's got the most points in the tournament
0: That's fun crazy story.
1: I actually have the second most points in the tournament with forty-eight, but I have a loss.
0: So oh, so um, that's why
1: I'm all the way down in eighth place as is right oh,
0: now. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, I've. I'm definitely in the lower brackets. I literally my scores literally went nine, Lost, scored nine points, one maxed got eighteen points against Alex the Kid Ritter Eric, and his Asuriani, and then I lost to Micromancer. With yeah. a score of nine points. So, yeah, I think
1: you're in 29th out of 45 right now. So, like, you're right around the middle.
0: Yeah, it's not like, bad. It's can not I just talk bad. about?
1: There's one thing I want to talk about for sure. Sure. Second place in this tournament right now is a, this guy, Vexlar. He is playing Harlequins. He is 3 and 0, and he has 45 points.
0: Yeah, I noticed that. That is, which is crazy baunders. to me. So he must. So he just dodged like every psychic matchup, which <laughs> honestly is not. I'm assuming he did. I I genuinely do not know who he's played against. But you know, when you when you're playing Harlequins and you have a score like that, it's probably most likely that you dodged any matchups against Gray Knights or Thousand Suns.
1: Yeah, he has not had to play. He's had to play guard and crute in second and third round. And I don't remember who he played in the first round.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah no uh that's, <laughs> that's that's definitely like the outlier here i was looking at the stats today um prior to this update but yeah um, and then
1: beyond that it's eldar tau necrons thousand Sons, necrons guard heretic astardis and uh
0: yeah yeah awesome well looking forward to whatever game we can get to stream this week i know that we're gonna have um We're definitely going to stream a game. I'm not sure what it is yet. Hopefully we can.
1: Hopefully we can do more than one because there's going to be so many like high pressure games this week that I think be really interesting.
0: Yeah. So we'll see Um, what we can do there. Hopefully not including Necrons. (laughs) I'm I'm sick of watching Necrons play this game, man. (laughs) Yeah, I'm playing them, so I I know. (laughs) I can only imagine how
1: you feel, man. (laughs) In fact, round four. Oh my goodness. So wow. Benji and Micromancer are playing for round 4 and they're actually playing their game right now. So Oh my wow. They're live okay. at the moment. That's um, crazy. <laughs> can't watch that one, sorry. But uh yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's been an interesting tournament for sure. Um really surprised to see Harlequin's up there. I think it's really really neat that we could potentially have Harlequin's as the first overall seed. That that is a potential Result here that would be out of the Swiss.
0: Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, and All then right. the poor
1: guy plays Thousand Suns in, <laughs>
0: in the first round and just gets bodied. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So how did your teams go? You said like obviously you're kind of like high up there, but I think you're three and I'm two and are one. You three and one, or you're two and one right two now. One. Yeah. Soon um, to be three and one. Hoping, right? hoping that that's the case. <laughs> um.
1: My first game was my first, was my loss. I, I played uh, the Thousand Cents player James K., who is yeah. uh, in seventh right now. Um, so he's right one spot ahead of me. And I'm the only team that is not undefeated that is in top eight. So I'm the highest scoring player other than the number one guy. So I'm right barely in that eighth spot. But that, none of that's going to matter if I don't win. So I got to win. Um, my second game was against uh, Drakari, Prophets of Flesh and uh that was definitely i mean Drakari's always kind of a tricky one but
0: right i
1: think necrons in general have a pretty decent matchup against them they yeah. can like, get the volume of attacks onto those
0: racks to like actually
1: exactly
0: kill them. yeah just re-rolling uh, everything
1: yeah uh that one was ultimately kind of decided by one or two moments where i was able to get like out of los charges um yeah that was uh intense stuff um, and then my third round, I played against Ultramarines, and yeah, so that's uh,
0: interesting.
1: Yeah, i I took a really interesting list in that game. I ran so for those of you that are really tired, I wish this game was recorded because for those of you that are really tired of like the same old Necron list every game, I actually did something pretty interesting. I uh, I took three Immortals, two Lich Guards, and one Flayed one. So I only ran six models, and um, he took five Marines, I believe. And mm-hmm. I killed three of his marines in the shooting phase of turn one with my immortals. Um, I basically, I comms buffed one immortal, shot one of his marines off of a point, and then used the superior inheritance tactic to shoot again, and then killed another marine. And then one of my other mortals killed another marine, and he had two guys left, and one of them got killed by a, uh, a lich guard. So that game was a max for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and i am i'm i'm going up against guard next so that should be super interesting
0: yeah what was that player's record prior to that game he was 1 and 0
1: he was one the ultramarines player's 1 and 1
0: were both oh 1-1. he was 1 and 1 okay yeah well good for him i mean ultramarines are they're not definitely not the best space marine faction so more power to him i know that he's been playing them for a long time
1: yeah
0: uh elite slayer i think his name is over on the discord correct yes yes that elite
1: slayer he's a nice guy
0: yeah okay so uh what do we got next uh so you wanted to talk about um i guess like the top finishing kill team factions i don't know how would you word this uh so i i thought it'd be a cool segment to look at
1: and this is getting past the the up the current stuff where we wanted to just do a segment where we look back and um look at all the factions in guild team we've we've this game's been around for like two years two and Mm -hmm. a half years two three years and look at each faction and talk about the the best tournament performance they've ever had and we're talking like big tournaments like gt and majors not like RPTs down the road where the custodians player took first Um, (laughs) yeah yeah so i figured we could just go down like alphabetically and look at this so and i also think it's interesting because a lot of the factions that have won big tournaments have been nerfed afterwards by by gw does not nerf a lot they don't change a lot in kill team yeah but things have gotten nerfed um so let's look at adeptus astartes right at the top so uh i like talking about this this one <laughs> this is a personal gee,
0: favorite of mine gee, I wonder why. yeah no um, i do too i mean this this was probably the deepest i ran at a tournament was running astartes yeah. for um the bay area tournament simulation
1: yeah so the, the the best spoiler alert guys the best placement for astartes in kill team history tournament wise was uh bats uh, i won that tournament with the black templars and white scars and out of all the ones that I'm thinking about, Astartes is one of the only ones, if not the only one, that didn't get nerfed after the tournament win. Part of it was because this was during the TTS time, so yeah. I don't know how much GW is paying attention to that, if at all. Probably not at all. Um, but it is interesting that Astartes have been nerfed. It was just before the TTS era with the death deny change in the right. Yeah. And it makes me wonder, like um that team that i ran having 2 cp death tonight that would have been disgusting
0: yeah it oh man yeah <laughs> just thinking about that just being able to reliably pop that every single turn instead of that yeah. ooh do i spend a cp here to do this to do um battle brothers or up and adam or whatever yeah having to basically budget for it yeah that your team would have just taken off and stomped I mean it did, but it was a lot yeah. harder. Yeah, know? I had to I
1: had to make tough choices once in a while. Um, <laughs> Astartes are the kind of team that they can they can win the big one at one twenty five. I think I think that is kind of what we've we've figured out here. Yeah. Um, obviously, kill hold helped them at being an elite team, but I think they can still win the big one in a packet that you know rewards killing even if it's not through the primary. Maybe it's just through open choice secondaries. Mm-hmm. with like a lower primary cap, like nine point primary cap. I mean, Astartes is good. They, they are, they're real, yeah. real good. Um. Next up. And this is one that I'm not too sure about, but it is uh, Adeptus Custodes. They have definitely never won a, a big tourney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've, uh, I know they've won like RTTs in the past. Um but to oh, think yeah, about, that's true. Yeah, to think about like their best placement, I genuinely don't know. It might be. I know at LVO there was like some guys that hovered around top twenty at that tournament, mm-hmm. which really isn't that great, but
0: yeah, it's something. Um, their probably their best finishes were like those LVL oh LVL excuse me those LVO prep tournaments that we were hearing about over on the west coast. Where yeah. they were just like stomping everybody, and everybody was horrified of them, but um, and nothing really came of that. They just didn't show up to LVO. I mean, they yeah. did, but they did not perform.
1: Yeah, they were pretty average, like 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 Gatekeeper, like middle of the pack level. Um, they have not won won any big ones outside of that. They've I don't even know if they've really made any top eights at a big one.
0: I would be surprised if they did.
1: Yeah. And obviously, I, I've looked through the big tournaments in the U.S. and in Spain and in the U.K. Um, but outside of that, it's it's hard to find data on a lot of this stuff. So I know that there's there's kill team action going on over on the east uh, eastern Europe, um, like in like especially. And I'm not talking about commanders either, so I can't really speak for like what's going on in, in Ukraine um, or in like like Prague or anything like over mm-hmm. like. Or Hungary, like any of those like countries, it's hard to find tournament results from that. I looked. Um, if anybody would love to uh, uh, reach out, hit us up in the comment section on YouTube, um, or message us on Discord or something, because because any resource to find tournament results would be would be cool. Because yeah, it's interesting to see how like different metas are uh, are performing. Next up, uh, Adepta Sororitas. So. They have only been a thing for
0: like a year. Yeah.
1: And they have never really placed that well in any big tournament. Yeah.
0: Um, Which is a shame because I think at 125, they're 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 a good team. Yeah. And I, I personally think that they can pull it off, man. I mean, they've got the models sure. to do it. They've got, I guess, not the tactics, but, you know, they've got, geez, where do we start? They got Godfrey. They got Pius Vorn. They got... They're a really good melee uh, team. Yeah, they're a fantastic melee team.
1: I would love to see elite models for them, like um like some of those big gunner models that they can get in big forty K um, Yeah, like, uh, I believe they're called.
0: I think so. Um, um <laughs> But yeah um, yeah, they got like big uh mel- heavy Meltas and heavy flamers. Um uh, that
1: would be cool. Because right now they're very forced into being a, a melee team with like maybe yeah. one or two gunners, so they kinda end up being like a Almost like a heretic Astartes type, but they don't get to yeah. reroll charges. And yeah, I I think the best placement ever for test might have been at bats, and I believe a guy got out of group stage with them. I think. hmm And but that was top thirty-two, so not amazing, but like yeah. middle of the pack. Yeah. Um. Okay, moving on. Admech. Admac, their top result ever was second place at LVO 2020, and I don't think they've ever won a they've ever won like a GT or a, or a major.
0: Yeah, no, not to my knowledge. And
1: they might be like the best faction without a big tourney win.
0: Yeah, that's super surprising. Yeah, they came. They came very close at LVO twenty nineteen. Oh, did they? No, LVO twenty twenty. They came. Yeah, yeah. That was with Alex. Excuse me. Yeah. Um,
1: I uh, you know it's weird because come to think of it, nobody really other than well actually that's not true. Um, I was going to say nobody other than Alex Squares has ever even really taken them to top eight, but our very own Ray J, has taken a top eight at, at two of our TTS tourneys at uh, the Invitational and in um, uh, TAO, which just happened.
0: Yeah, they're definitely Um, due for one as a faction. I mean, I can't think of two players who are more different than uh, Alex (laughs) and AJ, (laughs) right? right. And they both have been able to consistently find success with that faction. Um, You know, Alex obviously has not played a lot of TTS tournaments, Um. And when, you know, with COVID and everything, he, you know, they don't really have a lot of tournaments going on. So, yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. So So what do you got next?
1: Astra Militarum. And this is one that has a history of success, both old and new. Yep. So they won the original Nova. That was Elliot Miller. Yep. Who, who, who took his plasma spam and just kind of uh, busted the meta. And yeah. they just won with the the Blackstone Guard uh, with TAO, um, at TAO, with uh, for, for Micromancer, ran those. Mm-hmm. And um, they are a really strong team. They've pretty much always been a really strong
0: team. And then they just got stronger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was like a period in
1: between where people weren't really playing them. Like, um, yeah. over on the West Coast, there was not really like a big militarum player during like the era of like michael t holy dominating Mm -hmm. um and nobody over here really was even playing them that much but uh i think with since the tts era came about people have really realized how good the blackstone guard list is yeah and yeah they it's so good man yeah the retainers it's so stupid
0: it's like a commander's list it is um yeah they gotta make changes to those models man Something's um gotta give yeah something like put <laughs> just to increase their points or something man i don't know at the very least um all right so what, what what's next asriani
1: <laughs> this might be the most winningest faction in the history of kill team mm. um yeah. uh everybody's I mean, heard back to Guilty back ldos yeah yeah um bao socal um lvo uh, michael t did the he did the trifecta over on the yeah. west coast
0: um, the triple crown of kill yeah, team
1: the triple crown <laughs> of kill team um and yeah i don't think they've ever won a big one over here in the east coast um janice has won a lot of rtt's over here with them i'm sure and a lot of novapods but
0: nothing huge yeah.
1: uh, over in spain there is a guy named uh, rudy who is like one of the top players in Spain and he, he is an Eldar player, but I don't know if he's won a big one. I think he's just won a lot of smaller tournaments. Mm. So shout out to that guy. And, uh, oh, and there was, I don't know how big this, this tournament actually was, but it was one that glass Have dead covered um, like a while, like over a year and a half ago. Uh, it was dark sphere. It was in London. And uh, Peter Worsley took Osriani. That's in, right and he is uh he's warzel muffin on the discord so shout out to him um he's probably listening like how did he knows that <laughs> but uh yeah we we do our research here
0: i um, mean i with a, with a name like that yeah. you know it's kind of <laughs> just uh, put the pieces together
1: yeah. um yeah though uh Asriani, what what more can we say
0: they're good
1: (laughs) they're real good really good yeah i don't think any (laughs) faction has one more than them um next up demons chaos demons Mm. so demons are a weird one where they've never really done that great in a big tournament but they have crushed rtt's all over yeah um john sow big demon player i don't know if he's ever taken first at an rtt he's definitely taken a top four a top eight mm-hmm. or not at an rtt but at a GT. i would hope he would take a top eight <laughs> in an rtt <laughs> there's eight <laughs> players um yeah he uh, he's definitely taken top four top eight with demons uh and a gt over in spain i would bet money on
0: it um Warp Charge Gaming ran deep at Nova with demons. Correct. Yes,
1: yeah, that was another big uh, demon performance. Um, they're they're they are a good faction. They can do it, but um, I mean their best results so far are like top four, top eight, but never the big one. Right. Um, Death Guard is next, and Death Guard has won a tournament. Um, and oh, you know what? Going back. Um, I'm trying to think about was anything ever changed to Ostriani or Guard for after they like won stuff? Because I don't think anything changed with Ostriani like nerf-wise?
0: I don't think anything changed for Ostriani nerf-wise. I think I don't think there was an FAQ but I think something came out in a director's commentary talking about how like orders kind of worked for Astra militarum yeah and yeah. then i think they also had to talk about how not auxiliaries well yeah i guess auxiliaries like how scions work and stuff with yeah. um the regimental doctrines
1: yeah guard have definitely been nerfed with the with the advisor rule so before you used to be able to give gotfrit and pious orders
0: which yeah that, i'm um, so happy <laughs> that we ever had to suffer through that because yeah. honestly like <laughs> that just would have been insane i don't you know, 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 know how i would be still be playing kill <laughs> team is... they got that fact out as fast as they did yeah guard is still in need of nerfs but they have been yeah nerfed. no
1: um and uh, elliot to his credit was not even using
0: i don't even think the blackstone medals were out when he won no they weren't they weren't they didn't come out until well, they may have been out at the time, but they never came out with kill team rules until probably a year after kill team dropped. I want to say.
1: Yeah, it was in that first year. Um, yeah. And Asriani, yeah, I don't think they've ever been nerfed at all.
0: Yeah, so they're something to killer. look at, maybe. Um, I don't know. Yeah, um, Death Guard. I don't even. Oh,
1: what were you saying? Sorry.
0: I, I like. I don't even think that Arsu, that Astryani, are like. I don't even think they're like. Overpowered. I just think they're really good, and they're a really high skill level team to like master.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't they, know. they aren't, like, unless there's something like, we're forgetting. I don't think they've had to change anything for that faction.
0: Yeah, I mean they move fast, but it's like that's kind of their whole faction identity. So it's yeah. like, how do you balance that? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so Death Guard.
1: Death Guard. They have won the big one once once upon a time um yeah it it sounds weird because they they are not they haven't been like a top faction in such a such a long time
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um but again elliot miller won adepticon with uh with death guard and i believe uh they were nerfed it it was they they changed the um the the flail used to be two damage yeah i don't know if that was as a result of elliot but that, that is a tournament winning team that has been nerfed
0: yeah i think um oh gosh what i i can't remember if the flail was was like one damage in like big 40k at the time and they it was just like kind of like a simple misprint or what happened there but yeah that yeah. weapon has no business being two damage. <laughs> not at all yeah that, so many attacks it's so unnecessary
1: yeah at that point it's like why would you ever take the the Plague cleaver when you have this two damage thing, yeah, that is guaranteed yeah. to hit. Um, yeah, though, Death Guard back, it was Poxwalker spam, mm-hmm. they were first at uh, Adepticon 2019. Yeah, I mean, really, really yeah. strong team. Next up is Drakari. So, I'm thinking about it, and as much as we complain about Drakari, I don't think they've ever won a G tier major
0: yeah which is insane to think about right and i checked the big ones in spain
1: and from what i could find they haven't won a big one in spain although they have really good dracari players over there that win a lot of rtt's Mm. and i have checked over on the east coast tourneys like they've never won nova or anything and the best they've done is uh top four at socal that was alec berryman um top eight at lvo 2020 also alec berryman um fourth i believe at the command point invitational that was lose yeah um top eight i mean they're they're always there top eight at bats which was lose second at tao which was which was moi um and uh yeah i don't think they've ever won the big one and then i'm sure they've they've been top four top eight at, at those freak wars tournaments over in over in spain but Uh,
0: they're they're a definite gatekeeper but i i think that that faction has a lot of not a lot of but they have like a big weakness in my opinion yeah and that's just they can't field very many multi-damage weapons like strong multi-damage weapons Mm -hmm. um that like i mean like that electro corrosive whip it like wounds on a four up and you're like Okay. Um and then it's like you play in one way and they're more defense oriented, you play them another way they're more shooting oriented, but they're very squishy so they don't really work well in arena. And then witches compared to the other two uh are just are just so specialized and don't have uh any other upside to them really, I guess. So it's like I don't I don't know. Yeah. I like them a lot. <laughs> I want them to do good. They're like my yeah. favorite faction right now, but they are. I mean,
1: they're, yeah. they're always there. They can obviously win it.
0: Um, they're definitely due for one at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: they are a strong, strong faction. I, I said that Admac might be the strongest faction that attorney win, but I, I think Drakari probably have that
0: locked up as good as admac At, are. Least, at least statistically wise, just okay. because they've made so many deep runs in tournaments. Mm -hmm. so many more i guess i would say yeah
1: uh next up is star striders uh
0: nope there is
1: (laughs) nothing nothing for star striders i think they won a nova pod once
0: yeah i was about to say i think that's it though yeah i don't think they've
1: placed well at any big tournament at all so let's just move right
0: past it um
1: Kellerpox. uh they were top four at the very first lvo yeah and that they're was, a good uh, faction. Yeah, they are. They are a really strong faction. Big sleeper faction. Mm-hmm. They have their weaknesses, but um, if you don't know how to play against them, they can
0: you're you're they can get you're you. in trouble. You are yeah. in trouble.
1: Yeah, they they're strong. They have so many different profiles and like so many different little interactions and a lot of strong models. Yeah, um, I think they could. I don't know if they. I don't like. I think any faction—not any faction—but I, I think they can win a major, but I don't think that it's that likely, just because they do have some like resounding weaknesses, like they aren't—they yeah. have no ranged capabilities really, yeah. Like they can't threaten in that whole part of the game, so on certain open boards, they can really struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, but they—they they always, yeah, they, they'll always have a place. I think they—they they are mm-hmm. a good team. They're on a arena, with they're like. Graded. Yeah, they're a horde where like the five point models have like LD eight. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like crazy. are you joking? Like
0: Yeah.
1: Uh next up, Gene Steeler cult. And they have not, to my knowledge, won a big major tournament, but they've come really close multiple times. Yeah. Um, top four at Soquel.
0: And Second place at Slaughterfest. Uh, free course
1: slaughterfest never had free wars. Them. Okay, they were yeah second place over at the free wars tournament in Spain. Um, yeah, they uh, they're real good. Um, but I mean, I think there are formats that they like, and there's formats that they they don't really like. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a horde that is they that you look at them and they die. Yeah, <laughs> but. Hey, they're really good on a beer con.
0: <laughs> Apparently. So,
1: yeah. Um Next up, uh Green Knights. Now, the top finish ever for Green Knights. Top 8 at LVO. Uh I think his name is Jacob Cordero.
0: Yeah, I think that's right.
1: Uh I don't know exactly where in the top eight he fell, but I know that uh, our our friend Sean, Sean Perry, Dwight on Discord, um, Command Point co-host that hasn't been here in a minute, but he was top eight at uh, the Command Point Invitational with, with Yeah. So those are the two biggest results I can think of. Mm-hmm. I don't know how well they've done anywhere else
0: yeah um i think they're strong i mean i mean how like we lost to one <laughs> yeah
1: at a our uh, first tournaments def-
0: <laughs> yeah our, in our first couple like tournaments just using like the the missions out of like the core rulebook so yeah that great for the boogeyman for us for a little bit oh they were no like <laughs> we showed up and we were literally like we have designed lists to kill gray knights and <laughs> nothing else yeah. i'm not joking <laughs> i had one goal that tournament
1: <laughs>
0: um uh. yeah, all right so, so... Um, if you say death watch dude i'm a, i'm gonna my head's gonna blow up oh actually i skipped death watch so yeah. death
1: watch is next yeah. um i actually don't know um i'm trying to think
0: I know, I know that Bernard Chris Harris has won, He's some, won RTTs. some RTTs, yeah.
1: But as far as like a big tourney goes, I legitimately have no idea. I don't think yeah. they've made a top 8. Maybe mm-hmm. like early on, like really early on like early like maybe like no yeah when everybody
0: when everybody was scared of like it was at 100 points and everybody was scared of the guy who went on ebay and bought three more frag cannons <laughs> and it magnetized all his death lodge yeah 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 but um yeah don't know how you do it <laughs> don't you know how you do it with that faction
1: yeah they have some pretty glaring weaknesses yeah um yeah uh what else we got harlequins harlequins is a faction that has won a major tournament they won bad moon over in uh london oh yeah
0: that's right yeah no because it was literally at the i think it's literally at this place called bad moon cafe and it's like a cafe slash bar slash you go there and you can like just like play warhammer Mm -hmm. i guess that's like their whole deal and that sounds freaking awesome and I wish there was a place like that around here. That would be, yeah, I would love that. <laughs> I would, I would just live in the basement or live in the alley beside it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Harlequins, um, they can they can do it, I guess. Um, you just gotta, you know, dodge those psychic, dodge those psychic matchups, or you know, have your Grey Knight opponent uh, roll perils, explode, and wipe out half of his kill team. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that'll uh that'll, that'll do, do it. it yeah that'll do it <laughs> i think the safest way is to just
0: avoid it entirely
1: um which i i would bet money that uh i think his name is damien his name is alfonso on discord right. i would bet money that he did not have to face any psychers at that tournament and that's not like a slight to him it's just i don't know how it's possible without getting really lucky yeah um yeah but they are a team if you avoid those matchups that they, they can win mm-hmm. like a attorney they are, they have so many cool like
0: abilities and they're so they present such a unique problem yeah um, i almost took him on tao um but then i decided to go dracari instead yeah just what oh sorry go ahead Oh, you cut. I think like you said something, and it like cut out a little bit, and it sounded like you just said no. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know what faction I plan to take. (laughs) Yeah, Ocean. Actually, I I said yeah. (laughs) Jeez. Okay. Um, Not quite. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um. Uh. Next faction,
1: please. Uh, the next one up is Heretic Astartes. So. These guys are pretty good. <laughs> they are pretty good. They have been to the top once, and that was Magfest. That was Will Blood took him. Oh, Magfest. First. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean he he ran ran rampant through that tournament. Um next uh, I mean Will Blood also was top four at Nova that year, or the in twenty nineteen. Uh, right. And most recently was uh we had Micromancer play second at um, BAO with, uh, with Heretic Astartes. Yeah. And I think Matt Hurl, he was like top 16, I believe at BAO. Something
0: yeah. And like he that. also ran Heretic, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, they're a good faction. They, yeah. They're uh,
0: very good. Excel on arena. Definitely. Not, not that bad on an open board but definitely a lot jeez ah, i say i say not that bad but they're definitely a lot weaker on an open board for sure with like sparse terrain um yeah okay
1: uh okay next up
0: <laughs> <laughs> why are crude. you laughing it's true oh, crude. It's crude. oh uh, yeah they have why not we, won anything. why are we talking about them
1: yeah uh, throw them in the trash. Uh, seriously, though, crude have not won anything. They have not placed
0: not not anything.
1: yet, <laughs> not yet. Um, <laughs> right now, the crude player is twenty fifth out of forty five in uh, in worldwide opening. That's probably they are playing close yeah. to the sun. That right is, the,
0: yeah, we're we're reaching the zenith Ooh. of crude,
1: I believe. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think there's anything else to say about crude. Nope. <laughs> Next up is uh, Necrons. Oh, Necrons. Ooh. They won the Command Point Invitational. Uh, I believe top four at the original LVO. And they placed top three, top two, top three at Adepticon. Um, top four, third and fourth at BAO. Um, they are a really good team. They are always there. Oh, and top four at LVO too. LVO 2020 with Glass Half Dead. Um, I mean, what else is there to say
0: (laughs) about Necrons? Uh, They're too good. If I could draw a comparison to Big Hammer 40K right now, Novak Necrons specifically are what Iron Hands, Space Marines were during lvo 2020 for big hammer 40k that's that's like my exact comparison they're so good literally anybody can pick them up and do well with them and run deep even even if this is your if you go to a tournament and it is your first time playing kill team there's a very high chance that you will do well and place high with running novak necrons
1: yeah, like actually high—not high for your expectations as a new player. I'm talking like
0: Plus. second place, yeah, real like potential four. to get second, take it all, top four. Yeah,
1: it is. Yeah, that is the reality of Necrons. They—they uh, are a faction that allows you to punch way above your weight. Like, yeah, like, like one of us versus mike tyson in his prime
0: <laughs> yeah i w- i was just thinking of uh oh gosh what's his name from mike tyson's punch out who's the protagonist he's also a little mac yeah yeah you can punch well above your weight with those little flayed ones all right yeah. before i before my blood pressure rises any further uh, uh what's the next <laughs>
1: <faction>? <laughs> orcs another faction with huge history of success in kill team yeah once yeah. upon a time, Orcs were considered a not great faction. And it's weird because they've won more than almost any other team, not called Asriani. Um mm-hmm. They won. Got nerfed. They, they are a team that was nerfed after being successful. Mm-hmm. So they were top four at actually second place at Nova 2019. Then they got nerfed. Then they won SoCal a month later um well they they actually they weren't nerfed until after the soquel win but it was because of that performance at nova from alex torbear that 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 got them nerfed Mm -hmm. um and that we're talking about the Choppa point increase uh with basically increasing it from zero to one
0: that's Um, such a good story
1: yeah and uh they won soquel they have they won freak wars 2019 which was in madrid And they won the TTS 2020 Freak Wars um, online. So they are a very good faction. Um, They have been to the top, and they won the uh, LVO GT, which was uh, freebooters. Yeah. So, yeah, orcs have a history of being very good in kill team. They have won a lot, and they got nerfed for it. So uh, next up little piece of trivia here nobody's gonna know this if i told somebody this like in a vacuum they would not believe me servants of the abyss have won a major tournament like a big tournament and they were nerfed because of it
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so what was the nerf to them exactly because a lot uh, of people aren't even familiar with this faction yeah so uh
1: when elliot miller won with servants at warhammer world and when he did there was no cap on the amount of negavolt cultists that you could take. Mm-hmm. And after this tournament, because of this, they made it so that you can only take a maximum of four negavolt cultists, which has seriously hurt that faction's viability yeah. um, to this day. And they haven't really recovered from, from that nerf, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Elliot Miller has, uh, he's <laughs> His name is going to come up a lot when we're talking about winning tournaments. Um, And 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 getting and playing factions that were later on nerfed, but um, I mean, really, props to Elliot because he finds what's really good, and then he wins with it. Yeah. A lot of it just has to do with the fact that he's a really good player. So.
0: Yeah. I can't believe that. I can't believe that part of the Blackstone Fortress box got nerfed so bad, and then the other just like kind of got a little slap on the wrist.
1: Yeah. When arguably, I mean, the Gottfrit side of it was is, way more problematic than yes definitely
0: volts. is still is yeah um
1: yeah and 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 also it's like i don't know it's just weird to think about and like if i told if i like if i asked somebody like a kill team player which tournament do you think has one more major tournaments Drakari or servants of the abyss <laughs> oh yeah like who do you th- like? Nobody's gonna guess servants of the abyss. No, once no. upon a time they they were there at the top. Uh, and speaking of at the top, uh, we move on to Tao, who have been there. Yeah, they won uh, Nova twenty nineteen.
0: Yeah,
1: and I'm trying to think.
0: Where I'm else? not. Sh- I'm I'm really not sure if they've done anything since then. Um, they should have performed well at LVO, but only one person took them to LVO. There were 50 players. Yeah. 50 players, I think, at LVO 2020. 54, I think. 54 for the Kill Team event. Only one Tau player, and he was a newer player, I'm fairly certain. We've been told. And he did not do that well. Um, Yeah.
1: Um, They did, uh, actually, uh, had took them to... uh freak wars that's right the the tts Wars, and he took fourth place which is a really good finish and
0: yeah there's still a good faction for sure nothing's happened to him it's just they didn't really get a lot of action i guess and i think part of that has to do with the fact that savior protocols is such a negative player interaction on both sides um you know this unspoken gentleman's agreement
1: yeah i believe there was a tau in top eight at the command point invitational
0: yeah yeah you're right
1: and uh alec berryman placed top eight with tau at tao so that's about as good as it's gotten since although look out for uh Birnit is doing very well right now in wwo with tau mm-hmm. and he's currently three mm-hmm. and so uh look out for that um potential top placing coming up uh thousand suns is next yeah, so, have they ever won a a big one? I'm thinking
0: they they did well in um oh geez what was it uh Bay Area Tournament Simulation or BAO 2020 yeah, top eight top uh, eight uh you had to overcome them yeah I remember that because I was your I was your practice part your practice partner with them and I'm like holy crap these guys are good on arena <laughs> uh- <laughs> they were top
1: four with James Skinner at LVO 2020. They were top eight with James Skinner at TAO.
0: Um, There's a theme here.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't think they placed that well at the Invitational. Maybe like top 16, top 12, maybe, but not top eight. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, they're pretty good here on WWO, so we'll see. Um, But yeah, I don't think they've ever won the big one. Good faction though, really strong faction. They can for sure do it.
0: Yeah. I know Shane Watts has performed well with them as well in the past.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a another another player who I have not heard of in a long time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh okay, next up. Tyranids. Tyranids have won the big one. They won like the Mm -hmm. first big well, the second big one, which was LVO um twenty nineteen. This is a uh,
0: faction that's got it's gotten nerfed a couple times, right?
1: Yeah, they were nerfed after LVO 2019. Um, the
0: <laughs> Metabolic Overdrive tactic?
1: Yeah, Metabolic Overdrive is a big hit to them. Um, the ability to like advance or like move and then spend 2 CP and like you get to charge right after, that was really strong. And they, they yeah. pretty much got rid of that whole interaction.
0: Yeah. With, they nerfed uh... that tactic twice. Like, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah,
1: they 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 made that one pretty rough. Um, but yeah, Tyranids, the Gaunt Swarm, it was real strong. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Anything else to say about Tyranids? They have not been the same since.
0: Uh, no. <laughs> no, they have not. <laughs> they have not.
1: They have not come close. Um. Sisters of Silence, they haven't even really had a chance, in my opinion. No,
0: they haven't. They got released in the summer, and nobody kind of took them seriously. Yeah. Um, which is a shame, because they're a pretty good faction overall. I was just talking to uh, Eric Eric, uh, to Eric Krasinski, Utsicle, and um, telling them, you know, they've got great weapon options. They've got a 3-up armor save. They completely shut down Psychic Factions. Uh, and they can field a good amount of bodies, so it's like these guys are good. Yeah, I they're just only. Don't think anyone's given them a chance, they don't really. They only got one type of model, so I mean, yeah. I understand that. So
1: they do have the major weakness that is um, plasma. They suck against plasma. Like yeah, time. They, they've
0: plasma. got no invulner or anything, so they can just get shot. Yeah. On and arena, they... I would expect them to do well with the vigilators for sure
1: yeah they are definitely a pretty good team i like them and i think that wraps it up am i that's am it? getting anything i think that's all of them we're we did every
0: single faction yeah we powered right through it and we talked about the we top. even remember we even remembered to talk about custodes this time yeah we didn't leave them out like we do the, ex- uh... or excuse me custodes <laughs> gotta get the pronunciation right for these uh for these fake words. Um I'm, um I'm joking, not really. Um, all right. I actually really like custodies. They're just it's just not in a good place in kill team. So all of these all of these teams that we just talked about and everything that kind of, I guess, like every single, there's a lot of different tournament formats which some of these factions excelled in, some of them, didn't do as well um some of them just got completely shut out because of the format basically and it's just such a struggle to get there with certain factions but i think a big part of that was because i don't i think there's only literally been one big big kill team event where players had the option to just choose their secondaries and i'm not talking about a random like randomly generated list of secondaries to choose from i'm talking about you get a packet with between like 14 and 18 secondaries and you can just choose three and those are your secondaries
1: yeah and it's uh, like 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 inclusive secondaries, not like because bao had a big list that you could choose from but it was like they were all kind of like weird and like it was kind of hard to like they they weren't they were really only good for teams that were already good anyway, so they might as well have just been <laughs> like yeah. a random draw. right? Um, LVO, had, LVO 2020 was pretty good about that. Um, and outside of that, I mean, yeah, I think Zenith really opens the door for a lot of these struggling factions to to come in and, and, and potentially do well.
0: Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, uh, ourselves... Command Point have been working with Tim from Data Team, as well as Birnid and uh, Oodzicle. We've all been working together, and we cooked up the Zenith tournament packet. And it's basically, I don't want to say basically because there's a lot more to it, Um, but it's 125 points. It's all on arena um, with some modified arena maps. We changed some things on the maps just a little bit to iron out some of the kinks we thought were uh, not good for competitive play Um, and then we it, we included free choice secondaries and i think with free choice secondaries it kind of like raises all kill teams because now no matter what faction you're playing you're gonna choose from a balanced list of secondaries and you're gonna have a chance to like actually score points yeah
1: and, uh, I mean, you can look at this and say, like, oh, well, you know, Drakari, Necrons, Assyriani are all pretty good on this packet. Um, the way I see it is they were going to be good no matter what we did.
0: So, Yeah, unless we did something to actually, like, I don't want to, if we did anything to modify how those factions worked, which we just didn't want to do for, like, a one-off packet, like, that's Games Workshop's job is to balance their their rules and their factions we've got our competitive packet um there's going to be there's always going to be good factions and that's just how it is in any game that you pick up there's always going to be a good character who's better than most others there's always going to be factions who are better than most others Uh, that's just the nature of balancing games
1: yeah so, yeah, I mean, you might as well make a packet where every team can succeed rather than only a few of the teams, because if it's right. only a few, it's gonna be the same few. And that's kind of what we were going for with Zenith. So you guys can go check out our Zenith unveiling on our YouTube channel. The whole live stream is posted there. So you can go check that out. Um, the packet will probably be posted in the description here. Um, if not, you can find it really easily on our Discord or just on the the video for the Zenith unveiling. Mm-hmm. um, go check that out. It's gonna be what we're playing on. It's the next big tournament on TTS. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's I hope that this packet really picks up Steam because we worked on it for a while and I'm pretty proud of it and I think it's a really good product.
0: Yeah, I genuinely believe I genuinely believe that this is probably the best kill team competitive tournament pack uh, ever. Question mark. I'll let you guys decide that for yourselves. But yeah, uh, go download the pack, uh, play a couple games and then get back to us with your feedback. Uh, right now, the packet's in its beta stage. So, you know, we want to listen to the community and what you guys have to say and uh, make make changes, make alterations if we feel we have to. Um, but yeah, give it a whirl. Let us know what you think. Yeah so uh i guess
1: anything else um you know there was there was um this is no longer happening but for the future um we just did a limited merch run uh it was the first time we've done anything like that uh it's no longer happening but um we will in the future be be doing another Um, basically what we did was like a three-day open period if you're on our discord um you you would have uh, gotten dibs on that essentially um, to to see the page. It was like a three day period where you could go on our uh, Teespring store that you just opened up, Ryan, and yeah. we were selling uh, uh, a shirt, a Command Point shirt, a Command Point hoodie, which is super cool, and some uh, some stickers too.
0: Yeah, uh, and that was just with the logo that we've been using right now for uh, forever, uh, for, yeah, from for our for a few months now at least. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be fully transparent here. I had no idea how Teespring worked when I opened this store. I had no idea. I had never bought anything from Teespring, like from, so like when, when I launched the store and everything, and then I clicked on an item and then it said like three days, you have like three days to purchase this. I was like, oh no. And so. (laughs) uh if you if you were able to uh to snag up some of that command point merch uh thank you very much we appreciate the support so much and uh yeah. hopefully that stuff will get out to you soon
1: yeah we had um, a pretty good uh like a lot of people like pick some stuff up which i was i was yeah. really happy about so yeah next time we do that we're gonna make sure to let hopefully... you guys know well ahead yeah. <laughs> in advance final shout outs uh to our patreon followers Uh, you guys are the best Mm -hmm. Um, if you're listening and uh, and and that's something you'd be interested in please consider following we have exclusive series on there and you guys get uh, early access to everything that we upload with the exception of the battle reports and like urgent announcements Um, so all other content you guys are going to get first Um, and again exclusive series that are only ever on patreon they're never going up on the youtube channel so Check us out there. Um, We would be extremely grateful. And thank you again to all of you that are already uh, following us over there.
0: Yeah. To everybody who's watching this on YouTube, if you are not subscribed, and I know there are a significant amount of you who are not subscribed, uh, please subscribe. You know, you keep coming back. 69% of our viewers and listeners are not subscribed. I know you guys keep coming back to us just hit that sub button. I kind of don't want you to because 69 is the funny number and that makes me (laughs) chuckle slightly every single time. But yeah, we'd really appreciate it. It helps the channel grow. And, um, you know, why miss out on any of this good content that you obviously enjoy if you keep coming back? Yep. You said it, you said it perfectly. Yeah, so that about does it for uh, Command Point Podcast episode 31. Uh, thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll, we'll see you all again in the next one.